WXDX-FM, Pittsburgh. When the Astros had just lost Game 7 and right afterward he's wearing a Scott Boris corporate baseball cap. That's an amazing level of trolling. Garrett Cole has had a couple good years and he thinks he's Roger Clemens. But he had those years at exactly the right time. So he's going to get paid. Garrett Cole didn't get into baseball to win a World Series. His primary goal was to be a free agent. Garrett Cole couldn't wait to be a free agent. He disowned the Astros as soon as the World Series was over. He said so. Cole said, I'm not employed by the Astros now. I'm representing myself. Garrett Cole is a total douchebag. If you look close enough when Cole played for Pittsburgh, you already knew that. It was always presumed he would go home to SoCal as soon as the chance presented. But now I bet he goes to the highest bidder, and that will be the New York Yankees. And that's good by me. Because Garrett Cole is a thin-skinned asshat, and New York City will eat him alive. Hey, Garrett Cole, you may be a great pitcher. And you may be rich and going to get richer. But guess what? You just made the list! The list brought to you by Matt Marsh Plumbing, Kant on a name you could trust, dial 412-367-0815. In about 10 minutes, we're going to give away two tickets. Wow, this is big. To the Pittsburgh Riverhounds Louisville City uh, Eastern Conference semifinal game at Highmark. So in about 10 minutes, uh, we'll tell you how to win, but that's two tickets to the Riverhounds and Louisville Eastern Conference semifinal that Saturday night at Highmark Stadium. That's a pretty good sports day in Pittsburgh. We got uh, the Penguins in Edmonton at 1 p.m., Riverhounds playoff at 7 p.m. I'll be at both. Uh, my uh, The hole where my gallbladder used to be permitting and uh, should be a fun day. But if you want to win some tickets, keep on listening. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. The uh, Steelers play the Colts. Colts are five and two. Colts win close games. Steelers are three and four. They lose close games. As I've been saying, I think the Ians just want me to say, "Yeah, they're in it. No problem." A lot of weak teams to play. Bad division. Going to make the playoffs. No problem. The minute Ben got hurt, the Steelers season ended. And if you want to hope, illogically, you got to do it on your own. If you want me. To say I think they have a chance to make the playoffs, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. They got no chance. No chance. Zero chance. No Ben, no chance. But whatever. You want to pretend, you go ahead and pretend. 
You don't want to listen because I won't pretend? GFY on the way out the door. I've never had more contempt for the audience than I do now because you just want cheerleading. You used to want truth. You used to want the reality. Now you just want cheerleading. And you're not going to get cheerleading. It's millennial horseman or it's being emboldened by social media. It's all that stuff adding up. But boy, the way my business is headed makes me mull over the warm robe of retirement a little more every day. Yikes. Like, I'll give an example. On Twitter today, I asked people to tell me what six games the Steelers are going to win. Because I figured they got to win nine games to make the playoffs. So, you won three, you got to win six more. What six games are they going to win from here on out? You can tell me now if you want. 4 one 2 3 3 3 39 And a lot of people said, well, you know they're going to sweep Cleveland. Sweep Cleveland. Wow. Just wow. Cleveland is imploding, but the Browns do have a lot of talent. The Browns probably have a better team on paper, you know, because the Steelers have been hurt. The Browns probably have a better team on paper than the Steelers do right now. It's an example of Pittsburgh never looking in the mirror, but picking the opposition apart in savage, savage fashion. If you made me pick one team to sweep or the other, I'd say Cleveland sweeps Pittsburgh. I would bet on Cleveland to sweep Pittsburgh more than I would bet on Pittsburgh to sweep Cleveland because the Browns have the offensive talent that could rise up. I do remain convinced that Baker Mayfield is Johnny Manziel Jr. Mayfield has more talent, but he keeps slipping and falling in his own hubris, just like Johnny Manziel. But who would you rather have a quarterback right now? All flaws duly noted. Who would you rather have a quarterback, Baker Mayfield or Mason Rudolph? Obviously Baker Mayfield, and it's not even close. At least you wouldn't be afraid to let Baker Mayfield try to make a play. When Rocky Blyer said that Mason Rudolph was playing scared, if he is, it's a it's a direct trickle down from Rudolph being coached scared. Let's go to John in Bridgeville. John, you're on with Mark. Hey, Mark. How you doing? Great. Um, I was just wondering, do you think that kind of like the collective power of positive thought from the fan base can have any sort of positive effect on field for the team, you know, uh, like vibes and such? No, absolutely none whatsoever, and I think you'd have to be a, a certified idiot to think that even for one second. Anything else? We've kind of been getting groups together and just all being really positive about the Steelers and stuff. And Would I you like me to out. come? Yeah, yeah, could you? No. I know you're just effing with me. There's nobody this dumb, is there? Are you really this dumb? We're, Are your friends this dumb? You have these groups of dumb people who get together and act dumb? Because that would be dumb. Yeah, so on Saturdays, the day before the game. I'm busy uh, that day. Goodbye. Let's go to Dude Love in the car. Dude Love, you're on with Mark. Hey, what's up, Mark? I'm taking a look at the schedule right now. I can only really come up with about five games remaining that I think that they could win. I agree with you. They're not going to sweep Cleveland. and may go the other way. They're going to look back at the end of the season 
with some of these close losses at the beginning of the year, but they're really going to regret losing the Ravens the way that they did. Well, they're really going to regret losing Ben Roethlisberger to injury because that's what ended the season. True enough, and I, I agree with you. I don't think they really had much of a chance without him. Now, that game uh, they lost to Baltimore, how'd they lose that? Refresh my memory. I forget. That was overtime, right? I don't believe that was overtime. Let me double-check that. Um, oh, okay, I know, it was, I know it was overtime. I'm trying to lead you in a, in a direction. Now, now, they had the ball in overtime. What happened when they had the ball in overtime? Uh, they kicked it off. That's right. Goodbye, Duffus. Juju fumbled in overtime. Use the cocktail stick. Work with me, people. Work with me. 412-333-9939. I don't expect anybody to act, to care, rather, that I hate the way my profession's gone, but you do want cheerleading. You want me to tell you I think they have a legitimate chance to make the playoffs. I told you the minute Ben got hurt, their season was over. It will turn out that I was right all along, but you want me to lie to you. You know what's weird, too? The guys who are on opposite me, I don't think they would lie about this. So, like, you're getting the you're getting the the hardcore truth both ways, which got to suck. I mean, all those snake oil salesmen on earlier in the day they would they would tell you what they're told to tell you, you know, over and over again. But like from from three till six, it's kind of a of a stone cold no chance for the Steelers block on the radio. But what about Crowley? No, Crowley's not going to BS you either. Wow. In the afternoon, you people who want cheerleading must be pissed. 412, is Jesse ready? He's not. Now the hell with it. Oh, wait, he is. Jesse and New Ken. Jesse, you're on with Mark. Hey, double up. Hey, I want to say that, uh, in the you know, I okay. wish that I had Jesse's phone. Nah, 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 nah. Jesse's phone. Every time I talked, I think I was alone. Cause Jesse's phone sucks. Nah, nah, nah. Okay, it's time now to call in and win. Caller number eleven right now. Wins a pair of tickets to this Saturday night's game between the River Hans and Louisville City. That's the Eastern Conference semifinal. Winner go home. One game. Single elimination. Caller number 11 right now at 412-333-WXDX. And after that, I'm going to talk to Riverhounds midfielder Robbie Mertz, the Upper St. Clair lad. That's coming at you here on 105.9 The X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Just all kinds of loose women. Women in various states of moral decay. <laughs> I wasn't kidding. The X at 105.9. The Riverhounds host Louisville City in the USL Eastern Conference semifinal Saturday night at Highmark Stadium. My guest right now is a product of Upper St. Clair High School and is making legit impact this season in the midfield for the Riverhounds. We welcome to the program Robbie Mertz. Uh, Robbie, like I mentioned, the River Hans host Louisville on Saturday at Highmark Stadium. Is the team peaking at the right time? Is it fair to say the Hans are playing their best soccer right now? Hi, Mark. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, I think to answer your question, I think it's really we've been really happy with the performances we've had down the stretch here, and 
we're just hoping that uh, we can continue that on Saturday, just remain focused and uh, go about our jobs the right way. So, Well, what in particular has, has, has made these some of your best performances? Uh, the, the 7 nothing game notwithstanding, you won a lot of real close games before that. Yeah, I think that's, that's something we take, we've taken pride in as a team and that's been preached to us by uh, Bob Lilly, our coach all year, which is just performing and showing up for the big games and um, being able to do it under pressure. I think, you know, he holds us to a high standard day in, day out, and that's really helped us uh, when it's come down to crunch time in the big games to be able to do uh, the little things the right way and to be able to succeed in those games. So, What was that 7 nothing game like? Because it was anticlimactic. It was over pretty early. Yeah, it was it was a bit of a, a rush. It went really quickly uh, for me and I think for a lot of the other guys as well. You know, we didn't necessarily expect to have that kind of performance, but uh, it was it was an unbelievable atmosphere. Um, we got a great a great show from the Steel Army, our supporter section, and the rest of the community of Pittsburgh, and um, it was just a lot of fun to go to step out there and immediately feel that energy. And I think that's really what pushed us to to put together that kind of performance, uh, a breakout performance um, like that to win 7 nothing. So, yeah, it was it was an amazing experience. I think one that a lot of us will remember for a long time. Well, you in particular, I'm sure. What was it like to get a goal in that game from the penalty spot as a rookie in a stadium where you played high school soccer? That must have been pretty neat. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, that was interesting. You know, I, I have some memories from the uh, high school days at Highmark playing for Upper St. Clair and – uh, some of them are good memories, some aren't so good in those Whitfield Championship games, but um, to be able to, to play there uh, at home now for the Riverhounds is, is amazing, and getting a goal in a big game like that the other night was was really special, and I was just thankful to have the opportunity to do it in front of family and friends. You know, it's uh, it's been a great year, I think, for everyone around the club, and um, for me personally, that just kind of uh, was a was one of those special moments that I'll remember for a long time, so... We're talking to Robbie Mertz of the Riverhounds, Upper St. Clair kid, here on 105.9 The X. Uh, was it good to win the division in the regular season? Obviously, that gets you home field at least till the final. But, but you know, once that's over, it's over, isn't it? You have to put that behind you pretty quick, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, in our in our business, I mean, that's really important. Um, I think for us, for our team in, uh, specifically, it's, it's really important to get that home field advantage. We haven't lost at home since. Uh, last July, so that was going back to last season, and we're just really confident and comfortable playing on our on our home field in front of our fans. So uh, I think that was the that was the important part for us, not necessarily just the the conference championship, but um, there's a bigger bigger goal at hand here, and we're just trying to take it one game at a time and uh, move on to the next one. So yeah, it was it was a big deal I think for the club, uh, just given where we've been. But uh, you know, there's there's something bigger out there for us and. That's the goal now. Um, we can dwell on our our accomplishments that we've already had, you know, when the season's over. So, now you played four years of big time college soccer at uh, the University of Michigan. What was that level of play like, Robbie? And what's the jump to the pros been like? Yeah, it was. Uh, I had an unbelievable experience in Michigan. Um, it was for the best years of my life, and I'm super thankful for the time I had there. Uh, as far as soccer goes, um, there's a lot of great players in the college system and guys who move on to do big things in the USL and, and the MLS and beyond. So, um, yeah, it was, it really is an excellent level, but, um, jumping up to, 
to the USL now um, and having a little bit of experience in the MLS too, it's it's definitely a different game and um, just having to be turned on all the time uh, mentally is I think the biggest jump. Um, You know, you're not going to have those moments where you can relax on the field. Everything's got to be 100% all the time. And um, I think that was kind of the biggest adjustment, just the speed of the game and um, adjusting to that. But yeah, it was, uh, it was a really, a really high level and it was a, great experience that I had there. We won a big 10 championship and it was awesome. Um, but yeah, moving on, it's, it's definitely a jump. You just have to kind of catch on as quickly as you can and make sure that you're doing the little things. Now you were chosen by Colorado Rapids in the MLS draft and went to their camp before coming to Pittsburgh. Is that the long-term goal, Robbie, to play in MLS? Yeah. You know, I think as an individual, uh, definitely, you know, I'm, I'm striving to, to play the game at as high a level as I can. And um, in this country, the MLS is the pinnacle of, of soccer. So, yeah, I think that's that's the goal for me. But um, to be honest, I'm really, really thankful and happy with the situation I landed here in Pittsburgh. You know, to be able to do it in my hometown is something that a lot of guys don't get to experience. Um, and it's been really special. And I think, you know, the level that our team's playing at right now is, is as high as you can expect from a team in our league. And we'd probably compete with some of the teams in the MLS too. So it's not something to be looked down upon. You know, um, I think it's, it is growing um, in Pittsburgh and it's, it's um, we're achieving a, a level that's higher than something people have seen here in the past. So uh, it's definitely for me, I'm, I'm happy to be here, um, but I'm just going to keep moving and keep trying to see if I can um, climb the ranks and get back up to the MLS if I can. Now you're not a big guy. You're five foot seven or thereabouts. How physical does soccer get for you? And do teams try and take advantage of your side, especially in uh, heightened circumstances like the playoffs? Yeah, uh, that's that's something I've been used to um, all the way back to the youth days, you know, uh, playing up against older kids. Um, and then going to the Big Ten, that's a physical conference. And um, any any game you're playing, at, playing in at the pro level is also very physical. So I'm kind of used to it from that standpoint. I think the biggest thing for me is just thinking ahead and trying to um, make sure that I'm not, I'm not getting uh, too close to guys. You know, if I can um, outsmart them and think quicker than them, then a lot of times I can take that physical factor out of the game. So, you know, it's not something that I think about a lot, but at the same time, uh, I got to make sure I'm going out there and giving my best effort and just competing because um, as a smaller guy, if I'm not competing, then it's going to be difficult for me. So, Robbie, good stuff. Thank you so much for taking the time, and we will see you on Saturday night for the semis. Thanks for having me, Mark. Appreciate it. That is Robbie Mertz, uh, Upper St. Clair High School in University of Michigan, now with the Pittsburgh Riverhounds, and we got the uh, the semifinals Saturday night. Boy, tell you what, three games away from a championship. It really has been a great season for the Riverhounds. Like Robbie said, undefeated at Highmark since last July, not not July a few months back, the July before that. Like what, 15, 16 months, something like that? I wish I had a calculator or a calendar. Actually, I need both. Hold on, I'll figure it out right now. Back to July. July, August, September, October. 16 months, see, I got it. Use the cocktail stick. All right, let's talk about Steelers. Let's talk about Garrett Cole. I still want your take on Garrett Cole after the game last night. 412-333-WXDX. This is Evgeny Malkin, and you are listening to Mark Madden on one on five nine the X. Oi, fingers! Use the cocktail stick.
I'm getting better. Uh, some Le'Veon Bell news. Le'Veon Bell told reporters that the Steelers were interested in trading for him at the deadline. Le'Veon Bell is a liabetic. He is suffering from liabilities. For sure that wasn't the case. Uh, Bell also said he was angry and frustrated on Sunday because he had only 12 touches and the Jets lost. Uh, he talked to the coach, said they're good, expects to be more involved this week. Uh, Bell handled this professionally, so says Jets beat writer Rich Samini. But, um, well, Lev Bell, he doesn't do stuff that's quote-unquote out a lot. He was never under contract at the Steelers. He didn't sign the franchise tender. He didn't have to show up. Did nothing wrong. He can't rap. Can't run the ball anymore. There's a lot to not like about him, but... uh, Well, I do think he lied about the Steelers having interest. That, I do think. 412-333-9939. Let's go to call it in the car. Call it. You're on with Mark. Hey, Super Genius, how you doing today? Good, man. What's up? Hey, so I just wanted to comment on uh, Derek Cole's reaction last night after the game. I think that the way that he reacted was, you know, completely justified because I just think it was ridiculous that they, they had him, you know, stand No, up no, you know, if, if, if you think that's completely justified, I don't know what to tell you, okay? Well, I mean, his, team, his teammates didn't keep him from pitching in the game. The fans didn't keep him from pitching in the game, but he disowned the team the minute the game was over. And I think it had nothing to do with him not pitching and everything to do with pre-plan starting his free agency on national TV the minute the series ended. Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately Derek Cole's a money guy, and he's going to go where the money goes. So, Oh, gutsy, gutsy, gutsy analysis there. Thank you for the call. Yeah, I, I think he might want to get the most money. No, I can't justify the way he acted after that game. I can't do it. If I were him, would I have wanted to have pitched? Yeah, of course I would have, but he didn't. And, and again, you want to bitch about that? Bitch about that. But don't disown your team. Don't disown the fans. Wait to start your free agency a bit more than five minutes. Let's go to Ryan on 79. Ryan, you're on with Mark. Hey, Mark, you there? Uh, no, I'm somewhere else. Uh, okay. Well, uh, hey, I just uh, disagreed. I think uh, you know Baker Madoff, or you know Baker, Baker is uh, Madoff. limited. Is, didn't he do yeah, that junk so. bond scheme? The Ponzi. Yeah, Go ahead. Madoff. Go ahead. What do you got? Yeah, I think Baker Mayfield's limited. I think he's six foot with a you know decent arm, not a great arm, and I think Rudolph's got more potential. I'm not saying Rudolph. He, he does not have but. more potential. There's no one in the world that thinks that Mason Rudolph has more potential than Baker Mayfield. I mean, he's six foot four, two twenty. Oh, okay, let me say this real points. slowly. No one in the world thinks Mason Rudolph has more potential than Baker Mayfield. You know how I know that? Because Baker okay. Mayfield got picked in the third round. Excuse me, Mason Rudolph got picked in the third round. Baker Mayfield got picked first overall. So if, okay, if you, well, he was a two-time walk-on, so you're right. He he's the, you're right. You're right. Mason Rudolph's the best quarterback ever. Anything else? You see, here's what I hate uh, about about people in general. You in particular, you're saying something that is outrageously stupid. Outrageously stupid. So stupid. Your girlfriend should dump you. Your parents should disown you. If you have a kid, he should punch you right in the balls right now. 
something unbelievably idiotic, and you just won't accept that it's not right. So, you know what? You're right. Congratulations. You're terrific. Goodbye. Oi. Let's go to Mark at South Fayette. Mark, you're on with Double M. That guy with a cocktail stick. Cocktail stick. (laughs) Mark, I have to tell you, the last time I saw you live was the seventh game uh, when when Jersey was in town and Peter D'Angelo was behind this behind the goal and it was the most Peter. Who that was Peter D'Angelo? Or the the goalie from the Penguins? He was playing and Frank Peter Angelo. Yeah, yes, yes. I, I wasn't know, behind, a, I wasn't. You mean when he made the save? He made like like twenty. He had. 20 I wasn't seconds. behind the net for that. Not you. I saw you at the game. It, it, it was a big, big event. It was the seventh game at home against New Jersey. Okay, what, what's your point? I'm a cocktail stick. Goodbye. You got to say it the right way. Use, use the cocktail stick. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine. Mason Rudolph has more potential than Baker Mayfield. And that's another thing about callers now. Callers will call up and say, listen, two plus two is five, and the sky's green. And when you say that, well, all empirical evidence points otherwise, they will say, F you, I'm right, you're wrong. Period. Social media. Everybody thinking they have a say. You people, you're zeros. I'm the star here. I'm the guy who counts my opinion counts. Yours doesn't. And what I'm telling you to do is use the cocktail stick. I should, uh, now, now, here, now here's something I want opinion on. Here's where you can help me. Should I go get Halloween candy and give it out tonight? Or should I just go to a bar until Halloween's over? Seriously. Oh, tell me, like you've never faced that choice. What should I do? Should I go get candy and give it out? Or should I go to a bar till Halloween's over? I gotta tell you which way I'm leaning. And it involves beer. Let's go to Ricky and Blonox. Ricky, you're on with Mark. Hey Mark, I was actually uh, I was at that game with uh Frank Peter Angelo too. I seen you that night. But um, Peter, Peter D'Angelo. Yeah. Uh hey, uh Garrett Cole, uh he comes off as just a douche in general. But uh in today's day and age, especially with NBA athletes. Don't you feel like this is just the norm? That Why did you bring up NBA athletes? What's that have because, to do with anything? Because the moment LeBron loses, he uh, he starts, you know, ESPN start, starts free agency watch, and where's LeBron going to go? Every athlete. Yeah, that has nothing to do with pass. Garrett Cole. Nothing at all. How doesn't he? He's the biggest free agent in baseball. It has nothing to do with Garrett Cole. LeBron James and ESPN do after LeBron loses in the playoffs – have nothing to do with Garrett Cole. So which part? LeBron all... James never never showed up after a playoff elimination to put on his agent's hat and 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 distance himself from the team right then and there. At least not that I remember. Was there a uh, specific quote that got you? The I'm not an employee of Houston anymore. The whole thing. To me, it was a three parter. I'm not an employee of Houston. Number one. I'm representing myself. Number two. Scott Boris, baseball cap. Number three. 
there were there were reports that he was trying to get an extension done this year, which I doubt because Boris never does an extension with a guy. Oh, there's no way he was trying to get an extension done. Garrett Cole has been jerking it to getting the free agency since he was 12 or 13 years old. Most kids look at porn. Garrett Cole dreamed about free agency. You know what? His villain gimmick's kind of good, though. He's going to go to uh, the Evil Empire and the Yankees. He'll probably make $330 million, and uh, I kind of like it. Why do you like it? The world, the world needs bad guys. Case in point, you. I'm, believe me, I'm, I'm the nicest guy you, you, you would have ever met had you been lucky enough to meet me, which I hope never happens. If you met me or Garrett Cole, you'd like me a lot more than Garrett Cole. Absolutely. No question. Let's go to Mark in Wexford. Mark, you're on with double M. It's a no-brainer. You, there's big snowflakes aren't going to come out in the rain. You're wasting your time if you give out candy. Well, that, that, That's my point, too. I know that Halloween got pushed back in some of the more candy-ass neighborhoods. you got to like Pittsburgh. you got to like coming from a guy to the bar. You gotta like Pittsburgh Dad Jr. He he like talks about how tough he is, you know, undefeated in the streets, and and now he says you gotta cancel Halloween because it's drizzling. All right, I'm at the bar. He's, he's, the he's undefeated in the, he's undefeated in the in the partly cloudy chance of showers. Let's go to Croatian sensation sensation. Boy, you and Dejan could fight. What's up, man? <laughs> hey, Mark, how are you today? Good. Hey, question. Um, I've been watching sports uh, pretty much all my life and pretty much a uh, big fan of the hockey and baseball and right. football, so on and so forth. Why is it compared to, like, in the playoffs and the Stanley Cup, like after the series that the players shake hands? Why didn't they do that in football and NBA and in baseball? I think it's because in hockey they cross paths to go to the dressing room. Okay. Um, no, but, actually, uh, that's not true either. Well, it depends on the rink. I don't know. I think it's a good tradition, though, don't you? Yeah, I think, you know, sportsmanship. Um, you, you see it in the, obviously, the uh, hockey's a little bit uh, uh, better than the other sports, in my opinion. Well, the only sports I like now are hockey and soccer. Yeah. Well, there's your class. Thank you for the call. By the way, I posted a blog. Uh Yesterday's soccer between Liverpool and Arsenal, which I was watching while we were on the air. If you think soccer's boring, 10 goals in regulation, 9 more goals in the shootout, an 18-year-old kid who was born in Liverpool scores at the cop end in penalties to end the game. I mean, you can't help but be romantic about stuff like that. So watch that video on the Mark Madden page at WXDX.com. And then try and tell me after that that soccer's boring. Let's go to Eric and Carrick. Eric, ask Mark anything. No, no, well, just no. We're not. We're big... not. Okay, go ahead. Well, on the uh, Halloween candy, you're going to the bar. Okay. You buy some candy. You put it in a bowl. You leave it outside your house. You go to the bars. You don't deal with the kids. And then when you come back, if it's all gone, great. And if it's not all gone, you can eat the candy. Yeah, but here's, here's the problem, bro. If I go home, I'm not going back out. So the choice is, if I go to the bar, the kids don't get effing candy. But if there's some left over and there's small little pieces... Okay, I'm not sure you want to hear me at this point. If I go to the bar, the kids don't get candy. If I go home, I'm not leaving to go back out. Get it? Then you 
leave the candy out, it's okay. Stay home. My point is, if there's candy left over and there's small pieces, you know what you could do? You could use a cocktail stick. I think I might just kill myself. Let's go to Josh in the car. Josh, run with double M. What up, man? What up, man? So Garrett Cole was not a good person while he was here. He really wasn't in Houston, and I think it just solidified that whatever team gets him, they should realize that he's probably not going to be the most liked person, but they should appreciate the fact that if they can afford him, he's going to be an ace for them for a long time to come. Well, now, hold on. How long has he been an ace? He was never an ace here, not for one second. Well, he's proven himself as an ace now. He was never an ace here. People yeah, for a, cu- for a couple so. years, maybe. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. He's he, he had great performances at the right time to cash in, but I would call him an ace. Not even now. Valid point. I understand. I just think that he's just not a good person, period. Pitching or not pitching. I personally really like him. Okay, now it's time to ask Mark anything. 412-333-9939. That's 412-333-9939. You could ask me anything you like. Somebody just said, what did that guy call Frank Peter Angelo? Peter D'Angelo? Somebody, somebody just tweeted, are you sure it wasn't Beverly D'Angelo? Yeah! But now it's time to ask Mark anything. Four one two three 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 WXDX. Call that number and ask Mark anything. Um. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Mark? Yes. I have a crush on you. What a gutless bitch the Hebrew hammer is. Wait, you read. What a bubblehead. The X at one zero five nine. Uh, I got a bunch of tweets saying Garrett Cole's an ace. This year he was. He's probably going to win the AL Cy Young. Uh, Twenty and five with a two point five. Uh, ERA led baseball and strikeouts with 126. Last year was 15 and 5, 2.88. Uh, before that, though, with Pittsburgh, not so much. He had that one year in 2015. He was 19 and 8, 2.6. I don't know. He's been a real good pitcher. I don't think he's consistently established himself as an ace yet. And uh, might I throw out there that. Uh, when Garrett Cole got to Houston, they stopped winning World Series. Might be coincidence. Time not to ask Mark anything. Dial 412-333-WXDX. It's brought to you by the Pittsburgh Penguins. Visit pittsburghpenguins.com for ticket info. I just got a, a text from a sponsor that, that I do stuff for their website. And maybe they didn't know, but... Hey, you falling behind and doing this, blah, blah, blah. Hey, I had a, I have four holes in me. That's why. I'll get to it when I get to it, all right? Holy heck. Let's go to Eric in Uniontown. Eric, ask Mark anything. Hey, Double M, how are you? Great. When do you think AEW will fold or be bought out? Why would it fold? I think the product's been terrible. I thought the first show was no, great. You're wrong. Pro- bro, bro, you're there. wrong. Their product's not terrible. It's pretty good. I'd much rather watch NXT. Well, then watch that. But but I, I I worked in the business. I know what constitutes a good product. That's a real good product. NXT's a good product, too. What don't you like about AEW? I, I don't like the little girl that's the heavyweight or the women's champ. I don't like the transvestite. I don't yeah, goodbye, like the- goodbye. 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 
which you are as a bigoted pig, and anything that doesn't conform to your vision of what a bigoted pig likes, you're against. So the fact that you're against AEW makes me think it has a really great future. That's just me. Plus, when you understand, the guy who owns AEW, Shahid Khan, has more money than Vince McMahon. So if he doesn't want it to ever fold, it will never fold. Their ratings have dipped a little bit since the opening show. That's that's just how it's going to be. What you got to concentrate on is having a good product, and they do. Let's go to Mike and Glenshaw. Mike, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, how you doing today? Great. Um, I have a question. You're into wrestling. Have you ever seen the KSWA wrestling over Lawrence Hill? And if no, so, no, do you have any I, opinion I, about I, it? I know some of the guys that do that, but no, I haven't had a chance to see it. Okay, I just want your opinion. Thank, Thank you. you for the call. It's good from what I hear. Let's go to Adam and Crescent Hills. Adam, you're on with Mark. Hey, Mark. How's it going, man? Good. Hey, so you got to settle a slight disagreement with a, a buddy of mine and me. Uh, 90s media-oriented sitcoms. Who would you take? Laura San Giacomo from News Radio or Maura Tierney from, uh, or Maura Tierney from News Radio or Laura San Giacomo from uh, Just Shoot Me? What if I never watched either ever once? That's the best answer you could give. Thank you for the call. Leaves the line open. What if I just sat here and like kind of caught my breath for the last four minutes of the show? Just like this here. I feel a lot better doing that. I do. I'm still having trouble sleeping. Don't know why, but I am. Let's go to Eric on the road. Eric, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey. Hey, Mark. How you doing, man? Good, man. Hey, I'm a big Caps fan. I drive uh, back and forth from D.C. to Pittsburgh all the time. Love love catching your show um, and your passion for Pittsburgh sports. Um, what? With the... With the uh, pins and the caps coming together, not until the end of the season, uh, I don't know if it was just because of scheduling or anything, but I love the way that our two, uh, three and four lines are going to match up with each other this year. And I think this year is probably going to be some of the most intense hockey that we've seen out of the caps and pins since, you know, the 2014-2015 season. And I was just, you know, wanting to get your take on how you think. Uh, what do you mean 2014-15? You know, what about 16 and 17? Well, you guys were killing us those years. <laughs> so, um, Not about killing. You know, those were pretty hard-fought series. No, they were. But I, I just think the 14-15, you know, when we still had Fair uh, and we had uh, Ward, I, I just think that those lines... Everybody remembers when the Capitals better. had Eric Fair. Oh, yeah. yeah. Goodbye. Well, Let's go but, to uh, Oliver on the road. Oliver, ask Mark anything. I think you should come to our hockey game today. Where's it at? Mount Lebanon. Who's playing? Um, Beadville Bulldogs and um, Peters Township. Is that a high school league game, I guess? Middle school. Middle school? Yeah. Why would I want to come to that? Because we're nice. You, you sound a little too old to be in middle school, too. How old are you? I'm 13. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Use a cocktail stick. Let's go to Marty and Clinton, PA. Yeah, Double M. Wondering what you thought of uh, Last in Line the other night up at Jurgles. Uh, I, I wish they would have played more Dio songs. 
I, I, I thought so too, but how how'd you think they sounded? Oh, they're great. They're great. That's a great band. Man, that was Vivian Campbell was awesome. I was right in front of them there. I loved watching them play, but uh, they, just, just wonder what you thought of them. And they don't have to play what I want. They're not a jukebox, but I would prefer they play more Dio songs. Some of their stuff was good, though, but yeah, I agree oh, with Star you. Starmaker's really please. good. Devil and Me's really good. They have some good songs, but uh, don't you feel like the people go there to hear Dio songs? Correct. I know. That's all anybody would have known as Dio, but uh, but they, they still sounded good. So. <laughs> Let's go to Patrick on 79. Patrick, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. Yep. Hey, uh, if you were condemned, if you were condemned to die, you are on death row. What would you like to be served to you as your last meal? Why would I be condemned to die? That's not a very nice thing to say. Well, let's just say you committed a heinous crime. What's that? I was framed. You were framed. I was framed. You were framed. What would you like to eat as your last meal? I would like prime rib with horseradish sauce and. Uh, Buffalo Parmesan chicken wings. Oh, wow. Big shots? Of course. Big sexy. Nice. Let's go to Craig in the vehicle. Craig, you're on with Mark. Geez, the guy screwed up my question. I was going to say, what's your absolute favorite food? You just heard it. Let's go to Sam in West Deer. Sam, ask Mark anything. Mark, what defense is better than why? 1970s Steeler defense or early 2000s Steelers defense? Well, I'd like to use the who cares defense. Let's go to Lee in Freeport. Lee, ask Mark anything. Hi, Mark. Um, I wanted to ask you if you are planning on attending the NCAA Women's Volleyball Championship in December. No. In Pittsburgh. No. There's only so many hours in the day, and I'm not going to use them to watch volleyball played by either sex if it makes you feel any better. Um, It's a really good game, so I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to make you sorry, but my answer <laughs> remains no. Jackie to Kelso. How can you just say no? Kelso, like this. No. Good talk. See you out there. 105.90X.